1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's look at some of the top 25 matchups we see over the weekend, Duke being one of those. But let's start off with number two Houston heading to number 11 Baylor. And because we don't have the gambling lines just yet, we're going by Kim Pom. Usually the betting lines are pretty similar to these. So Kim Pom has Houston winning this on the road. By 3.70 to 67 and Kate, please correct me if I'm wrong or just way off base here, I'm not gonna lie. It's really difficult for me to look at some of these road favorites and feel comfortable. Doesn't it feel like the nature of most of these upsets this year have been home teams getting points.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's so hard to win on the road in college basketball. You in you know, just looking at games for this show, some of the teams we've talked about, their only losses have come on the road. Everyone is really, Mm -hmm. really good at home. Um, In this game, it's Houston's defense that is just so good. And Baylor relies so much on their offense. I mean, Baylor's defense isn't terrible either, but they're more of a – the Bears are more of like an up-tempo – Score quickly type of team and if they can't do that against this Houston offense, I think it's going to be a little tough for them to win this game. Maybe they cover, uh, but to win outright. I'm not I'm not sold on that. LJ Cryer also is the point guard for Houston right now he transferred over from Baylor last year so he's going up against mm-hmm. his old team maybe that adds some you know mo- added motivation or a little bit more of an effect there I'm kind of leaning towards laying the points with Houston but I- I'm with you I mean if there's any spot that Baylor can beat them in it's gonna be at home and Waco's is a tough place for teams to play so I'm kind of torn on this one Chelsea
1: Yeah, uh, it's going to be strength on strength as you talk about that Baylor offense. Fourth uh, overall in the nation when it comes to adjusted offensive efficiency, meaning that defense that is number one overall in defensive efficiency. But if you look at Baylor, we were just talking about this. All three of their losses this season have come on the road. So I'm interested to see if this is built into the number because we'll see this. Sometimes the Kimpom lines are a little different. And I have noticed that the betting lines, I think, take into account the home court advantage, maybe a little bit more. So, interested to see where this line lands. Next up, let's head to the SEC, number 13, Alabama, squaring off with number 17, Kentucky. Kim Baum has uh, Alabama winning this one closely by two points and a 90-88 final score. Some yeah. of these scores for Alabama, like we were laughing about the total of I think it was Alabama and Florida. That one was like 173, and it hit it, but simply because it went to overtime. Do you think we see this many points score between Kentucky and Alabama?
0: I kind of do. My play on this one is going to be on the over, I think. Depending on what the number comes out on, you're right. It's going to be somewhere around what Ken Palm has it at. But if you look at Alabama over the last 5 games. 4 of their last 5 games, they've scored 98 points, that was at overtime oh. game against Florida, 100, 109 and 99. Like they're all offense, no defense. They love to play fast. They can score with the best of them. And Kentucky, they showed that they could defend against um Old Miss and against Auburn. But they reverted kind of back to their old ways in their last game against LSU. And I know that was a little bit of a look-ahead spot coming off of that win against Auburn, which was a huge win on the road, and then looking ahead to Alabama this weekend. So it was kind of expected that Kentucky or LSU – yeah, I'm sorry. Kentucky against LSU <laughs> would um, would kind of let down a little bit. But I'm not sure all of a sudden they're going to revert back to this like – tough defensive team that they showed in what, like two games this season. So I think we're seeing a a big time over in this spot.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested to see where the number lands, because this is two top 10 offenses squaring off, and I'm not sure if Kentucky can limit Alabama. Uh, we'll see how it lands, but I will say Alabama's offense is – a touch better at home. I think they're averaging like 94, 95 points per game at home. It dips just a little when they go on the road, but for Kentucky, they've lost some games at home. It's not a matter of, okay, this team's much better at home. Uh, they have what four losses this year when playing at home, UNC Wilmington, Florida, in overtime Tennessee and Gonzaga. So, you know, the home court advantage, not necessarily as much of a factor, for the cats uh, next up let's go to the ACC we've got number 10 North Carolina on the road at unranked Virginia UNC is supposed to win by four points according to Kim Palm in a low scoring affair 67 to 63 uh, we know this about Virginia this has been the case for them like for years now they play at one of the slowest tempos in all of division one basketball and they have that defense that makes it extremely tough for offenses to thrive another road game another team that's probably gonna be laying points on the road do you trust carolina in this spot
0: i think i trust carolina a little bit more than i trust virginia even though Virginia's at home i mean they just got smoked by virginia tech and yes that game was on the mm-hmm. road but they should have beat virginia tech that or at least not lost by double digits that was a really really bad loss so you'd like to believe that virginia can go back home they can get up for a game against North Carolina and bounce back. I'm just not sure I trust this team because their offense is so inept at times. They can go through massive scoring droughts where they don't score for 5, 6 minutes and they really don't have a ton of players that you can like go to and say, "Okay, go get me a bucket." I think Reese Beekman is probably the only the only player where you could say, "We need a basket." Put it in his hands and, and go get it where on north carolina side you have a couple other players uh, rj davis armando baycott Terrence ingram some of those guys so offensive wise i mean unc is far and away better than virginia and with the way virginia's played lately like i just don't trust them and they're not someone i want to have my money on
1: yeah north carolina seems to be a team with extremely high-end potential but they just haven't been really consistent If you look at their last few games, it has been alternating a win and a loss, a loss to Georgia Tech, a win over Duke, a loss to, I will say, a good Clemson team, a win over Miami, a loss to Syracuse, which they probably didn't have any business losing to, and then a win over Virginia Tech. So we'll see how UNC pans out. Right now, it's a team that's a little too volatile for my liking. I would lean towards UNC, but wouldn't be shocked if You know, we see another one of those games where it's just a little inconsistent from the heels. Next up, let's go to the number one team in the country, UConn, on the road of Villanova. Kim Palm has this one, UConn winning it by 10. And this is where I start to get nervous, but UConn is coming off an upset where, who was it, Creighton that beat them? So normally I feel like this is a spot where you bounce back, like coming off one of those big upsets. Again, this is a road game. And uh, this is a tough conference, but I think I would lean towards UConn here. Do you like teams kind of coming off an upset?
0: Yeah, I do, especially as bad of a beat as that was uh, against Creighton. I mean, UConn didn't stand a chance in that game from the beginning. It was all Creighton and um, just a really poor performance. So uh, Danny Hurley is a good coach. He knows how to motivate his players. They're back at home. I think we see a big bounce back. From uh, UConn and Villanova, I mean, as good as they have been this season, they've won a bunch of games, but they haven't, their competition lately has not been as, you know, anything like too difficult. I mean, they beat Butler um, the other night, which was a good win. They uh, recently beat Georgetown. Georgetown's one in 13 in the conference. Like, that's nothing to be impressed about. Seton Hall, that was a really good win, um, but they also have quite a few losses. Early on in in the season in Big East play, one of those two UConn, but that was a one point loss. I think the the Huskies take away quite a bit from that and learn from a lot of the mistakes they made in that game. And we see oh, like near a blowout um, by UConn on Saturday over Villanova. I don't think this one's going to be close.
1: Yeah, I misspoke. This game's at home for UConn, and uh, this has been where. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is where they have been really solid. All three of their losses this season have been on the road. So I do think it primes for a good spot for UConn to get back in the win column. And plus, this is what makes them, I feel like, a more consistent team because they are number one in offensive rebound percentage in Big East play. Mm -hmm. That's when you get those easy second looks and a more repeatable style of offense. So even when the shots aren't falling, you still have a good formula Four scoring bucket. So I would take UConn there. We'll see where the line lands, though, because usually when you're playing the number one team in the country in the betting market, you're not getting any kind of value. So we'll see where the line lands. And then finally, let's go to the SEC again. Texas A&M uh, on the road at number five, Tennessee. Tennessee is supposed to win this one by 11 points. 77 to 66, according to Ken Palm. Is there anything that would take you off Tennessee here? Like Tennessee coming off kind of, an up and down performance in their last game against a Missouri team that probably shouldn't have been contending with them. But Dog Connect in that first half was on a milk carton. One would think that he has a bounce back game here. Anything you think better should know? I think Tennessee's the right side here. I mean,
0: AM has lost um, their last three games to Arkansas, Vanderbilt. They're below them in the standings. I mean, tough atmosphere in Tennessee to play in. And AM's offense is miserable, one of the worst in college basketball. So, this is all the balls for me on Saturday.
1: Yeah, Texas AM, if you're losing to Vandy, you're doing something wrong. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.